102.7 ESPN Studios in Austin, Texas. This is the Jeff Ward Show. Hey, welcome to our little show. Here's the way it works. I riff on stuff and you respond. Get to it. The phone number is 512-834-1027. It's 512-834-1027. On Twitter or X or whatever you would like to call it, I'm at Jeff Ward Show. Post your comments. Just don't suck. Make the show better if you can. Get straight to the point. That's at Jeff Ward Show. Make sure you check out the podcast that we drop every afternoon. I'm sure this will get a lot of love when it's posted, but I think maybe the title of a podcast segment just finished would be, ah, the election. Yeah, yeah, that thing. Trump, not Trump, or pardon Trump. There's the election. Put those three things on what I call as the political hate Venn diagram. That's where we live now because nobody votes on policy. So think in those terms as you rage back at me because I've called out your candidate. Fill in the blank. The podcast is available wherever you download your podcast. Make sure you check out the YouTube show as well. We post to YouTube uh, every afternoon. Check it out even though I look like Shrek. That's the Jeff Ward Show on YouTube. All right, I think I'm going to be ahead of, yeah, I, I think I'm going to be ahead of the curve on this, but I'm ahead of the topic because it's going to become a nationwide talking point, at least by next Tuesday, I think probably even before that. So get ready for it. Here is the ethical question. Yeah, yep, that's the term I'll use. The ethical question in two parts, okay? Okay. <laughs> And I think anybody who's not even a football fan, I, this one's for you. Because I do think there's, there's a lot to this. So here you go. Two parts. If the cheating didn't make a difference, was it really cheating? Okay? Part one. If the cheating didn't ultimately make a difference, was it cheating? Then, if the cheating didn't give you an advantage, should you be punished for the cheating? If the cheating didn't give you an advantage, should you be punished for the cheating? Decide those things. Go ahead. Just have a general framework moving forward about those two parts. Because I think those questions are coming. I don't know that people are going to frame them exactly like that, but I'm pretty sure that's going to be the ethical dilemma over the next few days. And I think it's already started. If not, I'm going to start it for you. Those questions are coming if Michigan beats Washington in the national championship game. Refer back to the questions. Okay? If the cheating didn't make a difference, was it cheating? If the cheating didn't give you an advantage, should you be punished for the cheating? Those things are coming. Unfortunately... Oh, well, by the way, unfortunately, I think Michigan will beat Washington. And I say unfortunately only because only because Jim Harbaugh has been nothing but a hypocritical, pompous, self-serving jackass in his public handling of cheating scandals. And that ends with an S because there's multiple cheating scandals under the jackass that is Jim Harbaugh. It's plural because there's far more than one under Jim Harbaugh. Remember, Jim Harbaugh has been suspended for more regular season games than he's coached. But let's just tackle this. You tackle this in an ethical way. The argument from Michigan and a lot of people in my business, and I think this is going to pick up steam over the next few days, and it's, uh, it's like this. 
Well, so what? We didn't even need to cheat. No, I'm not kidding. That is, and if you haven't thought of that already, I want you to start to think about that. Well, if they weren't, if they didn't benefit necessarily, they didn't have to do it. They were going to win regardless. There's no, there's no real impact of the cheating. We didn't need to cheat, and it's very true. I mean, in the end, Michigan was going to roll everybody this year. They didn't need to cheat, especially the way they cheated. So it's true. How to look at Michigan's season and possible national championship is one thing, okay? What to do if you think they cheated is going to be another. And I think these are, this is going to bubble up into a gigantic issue. So the argument goes like this, um, and it's already been used by their starting quarterback and a lot of people in the media, and it's going to be a constant talking point over the next few days, and certainly if they beat Washington, okay? And that is this. And the quarterback of Michigan's already said it. If it hasn't been repeated 7,000 times already, it goes like this. Well, everybody steals signs. I bet that quarterback for Michigan says it 500 times between now and the national championship game. Everybody steals signs. And the answer to that is, no, they don't, and they don't do it like you did. Next. Okay, ready for all this whole series? This is the way it's going to play out. Everybody steals signs. Answer, of course, is nobody does it like Michigan. Um, we didn't even need it. We didn't even need it. That's very true. Does that matter? I mean, I've seen at least three stories already that, come on, lay off. It didn't, it didn't make a difference anyway. And it's, it's very true. It didn't matter. They were going to beat these teams regardless. So we didn't need it is true. Should it matter? Right? If they didn't need it, if it didn't really matter in the end, they're going to roll these teams anyway. Should they be punished when it didn't matter? Then you got the next one. And the next one goes something like this. Well, we beat everyone pretty easily, very easily. And oh, by the way, the guy behind the cheating, the stealing, he's been removed. So we won without it. That also is very, very true. It's now being documented pretty much all over the place. There's a lot of arguments, and I think it's, uh, it's pumped up by people in the media business and people defending Michigan. That is, okay, okay, the, the weirdo that was doing all this stuff, however bad you may think it is, that weirdo, he's, he's gone. And you know what? When he was gone three, four games ago, we were still blasting people. So obviously we didn't need it. We didn't need him. I mean, is there's proof that the cheating, here's what they're really trying to argue, and you can decide if you agree with this. We didn't really need it after all, <laughs> okay? Obviously, we didn't need it after all. Um, okay, so the cheating was elaborate. It was stupid, unbelievably stupid and comical, but it was elaborate. They did it, they got caught doing it, and Jim Harbaugh was suspended for three games and didn't fight it. So now what? Now what? Win or lose in the championship game, now what? You just blow it off? Blow it off altogether? I mean, I, I, it, it's gone away. It's hidden, right? I think the issue is somewhat hidden because the games have been going on. There's a lot going on. The games have been compelling. Uh, it's interesting. You, you can't even really think of that whole goofball cheating thing. But if, they, if he holds that trophy with that weird-looking hat of his and those khaki pants... 
This thing is going to come back in a hurry. So what now? If they win it, what now? What's fair? What's fair if they win it? They did cheat. It was elaborate. It was clearly against the rules. He didn't have a comeback. He did everything but own it by not showing up in court after he lectured us. He was going to show up in court. So now what? If he holds the trophy, what? What happens? Now, I think a lot of people, and you can start thinking in these terms, because I think you just have to prep yourself that this is going to be, you know, by, gosh, by midnight on Monday, this is going to be the debate. Okay? You can go hard line, and I think some people will, and say, look, cheating is cheating, lying is lying, and the sport is going to, if it's going to have any rules whatsoever, which I think is debatable by itself, if it's going to have any rules by, if it's going to have any rules at all, Going forward, you have to punish Michigan. It doesn't matter what argument is made, how truthful the argument is. We were going to win anyway. We got rid of the dude anyway, and we still won. We never really needed this stuff. All that stuff is absolutely true. But if you want to be hard line and say the rules are the rules, and they clearly broke them, and Jim Harbaugh didn't show up in court like he said he would, then do you have to punish them? And what form does that take? If that win, if they win, and this is going to come up, and it's going to start coming up over the weekend, if they win, and you're you want to go hard line on this and say, look, cheating is cheating. The guy is suspended. I mean, this is not it should not be over. That guy should not be holding that trophy right now. If you take that position, does that mean they the championship is vacated? Does that mean whether it's three months from now or two years from now, that that trophy and all the wins are vacated historically just so you know the games are vacated when busted you know nobody i don't know really know how many examples we have of something so comical like this you do know the cheating scandal right you if, if you don't know the cheating scandal it is straight from a coen brothers movie so they had this uh this guy with the best porn star name of all time connor stallions and this Coen Brothers-like plot had all these goofball characters, including the porn star Connor Stallions. And he would show up in, at times in disguise, and he's this uh, special ops guy who was trained in the military who wanted to then be use his special ops training for football scout, quote, scouting. And so that he would go and disguise himself and videotape other team signals, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then... He would travel around. Did they need it? No. Okay? But that's how it played out. They got caught for it. It's clearly against the rules. Jim Harbaugh then, of course, lectured us on how, you know, he had not been a part of it, and he was denied due process, and then he didn't show up at a court hearing, and then he took a multi-game suspension. So, yeah, he knew, and yes, it happened, and yes, it was on his watch, right? So that's what happened throughout the season. He suspended multiple games. But here we are now. Now they were caught. They were caught then. Should this championship be vacated? If you want to take a hard line, I don't know how you can not say the championship should be vacated. And then you get this other side. And I'm surprisingly, I think I'm going to end up here. I am. Um, I'm going to say no. The championship should not be vacated. And I'm ahead of the argument here. But I think we're all going to end up in this spot debating this. And here's my qualifier. No, I don't agree with the hard line. 
I, I do agree it's stupid. I do agree that Harbaugh's a liar. I do agree that crazy stuff happens on his watch. He's been nothing but a dumpster fire ethically for Michigan. He's a really good coach, and he'll be a very good coach in the NFL again. I'm not defending him or his character. I'm not even arguing whether they did cheat. I, it's pretty obvious. And they're laughing all the way. But I'm going to say, no, you don't vacate the wins. No, you don't vacate the championship. But there's a qualifier. And I'm going to use the Reggie Bush model for Michigan. I think that's how I'm going to argue this one. And the Reggie Bush model is that he lost, quote, lost the Heisman Trophy after getting busted for he and his family taking money from an agent. Uh, apparently a lot, of, a lot of money when he was, when he was uh, playing for USC. Now, back then, payouts were very illegal. Now, it's, you know, no big deal. But it was clearly illegal. He lost the Heisman Trophy shortly after, which I've argued, it, you know, you can't, you can't just not have a winner. It should have gone to Vince Young, who finished number two that year. So the Reggie Bush model that I'm going to use here is, is going to be it's going to be the exact same. So Reggie Bush loses the Heisman Trophy. He still doesn't have the Heisman Trophy, even though in a bizarre way last year he filed a defamation suit over the Heisman Trophy, which makes no sense whatsoever. But it's still not his. And I think you'd do the same thing for Michigan. And I know some people might criticize me and say, well, wait a minute, you're letting them off the hook. And I'll accept that criticism. I just don't think this is worth it. And here's the Reggie Bush model as it could be applied to Jim Harbaugh and, and Michigan. And that it goes like this. All right, if you're Michigan, this is the position I think you end up taking. You're right, Jim cheated. You throw Jim Harbaugh under the bus. You're right, Jim cheated. You're right, uh, it was under his watch. You're right by the letter of the law. He was wrong. We were wrong. But don't vacate the championship for the players and the program because Jim's gone. He's already gone. So it was about him anyway. And, and look, I argued all along the, the award should go to Vince Young because I think another argument we're going to have is for people who want to take a hard line is if Michigan is the national champion, does that mean that Washington's really the champion? My argument here for Michigan not getting punished severely, not vacating the wins, not vacating a championship if they were to win, is that Michigan says, hey, look, Jim Harbaugh directed it. He was aware, but the players were clueless. The players had nothing to do with this. The program had nothing to do with this. This is all Jim Harbaugh, just like he was all Reggie Bush. That's their best defense, I think. And then it follows up with, and Jim's gone. We shoved him out the door. What, whatever excuse they want to make, I think their position can be, look, you can't punish this whole program just because, look, Jim had all sorts of issues, but he's gone now. You know, he left on Tuesday to go take the Chargers job. So let us keep the trophy, not Jim. That's if they win. And I'm guessing anyway, I get my, my argument here, my Reggie Bush model for Michigan, I think works because it works out really well for Michigan because I think Jim Harbaugh is headed to the NFL, win or lose the championship game. And so Michigan should just say, hey, Jim, even though they didn't really mean this, even though they offered him a contract, he got a bonus while he was suspended, by the way. But they can say this, Jim, you got to go if we're going to keep the championship. 
because we're going to argue that it was you, it was all on you, and we want the program to keep the championship. We, we don't want the players to be punished. So that's the position we're going to take, Jim. So you're going to take that job in the NFL, right? Because if you stay, Jim, we finish 0-13. and 13. They'd say, well, gosh, Jeff, are they kicking him out the door? No, of course not. They'd pay the guy no matter what. I think he's on his way out, and it gives, see if you agree with this, it gives Michigan, could give Michigan, when he's on his way out to take the NFL gig, it gives them a way out to blame it on him and say, don't blame it on us, let us keep the trophy. Jeff Ward, weekdays on 102.7 ESPN. On 102.7 ESPN. Now back to the Jeff Ward Show. All right, on Twitter X, it is at Jeff Ward Show. Uh, Here you go on Twitter X or whatever it's called, uh, at Jeff Ward Show. You've brought up making the game ugly. Michigan had a big advantage at the Rose Bowl. It rained a ton on that field with a tarp on and off the field. Slowed down Alabama. H-Town is turf inside. Thoughts? Uh, yeah, I mean, yes, I do think turf is an advantage for Washington because they have so many, I mean, it's always going to be an advantage for the offensive player, and certainly no group of receivers are better than what Washington has anywhere. Texas would be number two. So, yeah, I mean, I think turf does, wait a minute, Houston's not turf? It's not turf, is it? No. Now, it's not going to be wet. You mean it's it's going to be covered. If that's what you mean, it's going to be a dry field. It's going to be a dry track. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I do think that's an advantage for Washington. But, um, no, that's not that's not why Michigan beat Alabama. Michigan beat Alabama because Michigan's, Michigan's defensive line is much better than Alabama's offensive line. And they got pressure, and Jalen Milrow's not good enough to handle that pressure. That's why Michigan beat Alabama. If Washington were to beat Michigan, they have to do two things. Number one, they have to protect Michael Penix Jr. If he has time, he completes passes, they score. Number two, they have to do a better job stopping the run because Michigan won't be stupid like Texas and forget running the ball. Michigan will do it the whole time. So if Washington can't stop the run, that's the best defense Michigan can play because you'll keep Michael Penix off the field. Um, I think that answers it. At Jeff Ward's show, why do you insist on talking politics on a sports radio station? Why do you insist on worrying about it? You're in control. Um, So I'll try to be more like the shows you don't listen to. Uh, At Jeff Ward's show. (laughs) I don't know about insisting. You mean just do it? I'm not insisting anything. I don't know. I can't play dumb. Can't play dumb. It comes up. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys, I, I, there's no way I can rank this as one of the, I can rank it as one of the three most important games of the weekend. I can't rank it as the most important game. I can't even say that Dallas v. Washington is even the second most important game, but I do think it's in the top three. And I'm going to say this, I think it's the most important game that Dallas has played in at least five years. It may be longer than that. And I think the reasons are pretty obvious. So, Dallas, let's see, Buffalo is at Miami. That's up by far the most important game. That is the most impactful game. Then you've got, isn't Houston hosting Indianapolis? I think that's right. 
And then you got Dallas at Washington. I think those are the three most important games. And it's the most important game for Dallas. Uh, to extend it out if you want. I mean, I have no problem with somebody saying, oh, Jeff, it's longer than that. At least five years. And here, the reason, if, if Dallas cannot beat the dumpster fire that is Washington FC, whose quarterback Sam Howe is back again, whose coach is dead man walking, whose franchise is a train wreck, then look out. Here's why it's the most important game. Because playoff life, any concept of the NFC Championship game is done over out the door if they don't win against Washington and they're the five seed in a road team throughout the playoffs. And I think it's pretty obvious and the numbers back it up. I think Dallas on the road, what are they, three and five on the road? Yeah, three and five on the road. Those three road wins. Remember, of the losses, they've been blown out three times. I mean, absolutely destroyed three times on the road. They're three and five, and their only three road wins would go, I think, in order, Giants, Chargers, and that was barely. Barely. Dallas barely beat the Chargers on the road. So it's Giants, Chargers, and Panthers are Dallas's three road wins. They've been outscored something like 179-51. to I mean, it's not even close. They're not even a factor when they play on the road. And I think Dak Prescott is something terrible like 10 touchdowns and 8 interceptions on the road. So there's the reason is not that they can't beat Washington on the road. If you can't, then on Monday there's a wild discussion. Wild discussion. The point is they have to. You, if the measuring stick has always been the NFC Championship game, and I think it is, I've said, if they do not get there, Mumbling Mike is fired. Absolutely fired, and should be. They're the second most Pro Bowl players in the NFL. You should be playing in the NFC Championship game. So they don't win in Washington. They drop to the five seed, and everybody knows what happens when they go on the road. So I think, I think an argument can be made. It's one of the three most important games of the weekend. Nothing touches Buffalo-Miami. That's off the charts important. I mean, truthfully, Houston is playing for their playoff life. And nobody saw that coming. I think that's two. But Dallas having to win. And I'm not sure I buy in this argument. You know, some people may say, you know, anything short of a blowout is a real criticism and indictment of Dallas. I don't know that I completely buy that. I don't know that it matters that much. I don't know that it matters if it's two points or 22 points. They just have to win. It's the most important game they've played in five years. They go there and lose. It is absolute chaos the next week. That would be a three and six road team. That would be a team that will have lost to Okay, think about it. The worst teams in football. They would have lost to the Giants, the Chargers, the Panthers, and Washington. Those are four of the five worst teams in the NFL, and Dallas would have lost to all of them. I challenge you to make a bet of Dallas on the road if they lose to Washington on Sunday afternoon. Jeff Ward, weekdays on 102.7 ESPN. Jeff Ward Show. 
I don't like that kid. You know, it's funny. I, I get it all the time, half for decades. Usually when somebody's mad that I say something about politics, it means you just don't like my politics. And since we live in a world where you only want to hear things you agree with, um, you do know it's on a podcast. I didn't talk about politics. I didn't say anything except to tell you that it was about uh, what I call the, I call politics the hate Venn diagram, because that's why people vote. We don't vote on policy. We're not that sharp. But uh, I call it the hate Venn diagram. You do know if you want to skip through it on the podcast, you can. It's really not that hard. It's all everything's broken down by segments. So if you're not inclined to listen to the hate Venn diagram, which by the way doesn't take any political side, just points out how stupid we really are, you can skip right through that. Just letting you know, it's really not that difficult. Make sure you check out the Jeff Ward Show podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.